0: I come from a poor family, yeah, yeah. We ain't never had a lot, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the Lord being good to us, yeah, yeah, Now we riding on the top, yeah, yeah, yeah. I come from a poor family, yeah, yeah. We ain't
1: never had a lot. Good morning, Richie. Good morning, Ray. Ray dog. Ray dog. I like it. Good morning, guys. Uh, We'd like to thank you for joining in today for our podcast on TV. Builder, builder of, of all, all things. things. Welcome to the boat. <laughs> Welcome to the boat, guys, guys. If you guys miss guys and gals, if you missed the last podcast, um, we got some gems in there that uh, Richie dropped all over the place, and so uh, one of the highlights that I wanted to give out uh, was um, was how does Richie approach? firing someone and so that's i know that's a big topic even for just a a a spectator uh for myself if you're not like a a business owner but i think if you are a business owner it's really catered to to you Mm -hmm. um another thing richie that i i really enjoyed was the importance of diligence so guys and how that plays a part in uh in uh, richie's business and his experiences growing up uh in in the construction space right mm-hmm. and so guys those are just two great things that that i love about that podcast there's definitely more um but those are just the, yeah. the bait
0: <laughs> and well and it's a it's an open door like the question of faith is for everyone right if you have any questions about you know our faith or if it's tied to anything it's kind of a broad area where we can talk uh, we love to share at least um you know our perspective on it and you know when we dig into business that's That is specifically for business owners. Mm -hmm. You know, people that aspire to be a business owner, that are currently business owners, and want to you know, hear how we operate or what's our backdrop and our methods. We love to share and be an open uh, door in that that um, perspective. And then the last one is constructive. That's for all of our hard workers out there breaking a sweat. If they yeah. have anything, <laughs> you know, want to know ATN's ways, I'm, I'm here to give it. You know, we want to give away whatever we know. Um, and hopefully, you know, we have something that could help them.
1: Yeah. Awesome, Richie. So, guys, we're going to dive right into our first stream we're on a boat. We're on a boat. <laughs> Our first a qu- <laughs> so the first question, Richie, is um, how did you become a Christian?
0: Oh, I love it. Um, how did I become a Christian? Uh, that's, uh, gosh, that's a whole life story. <laughs> I know. You got to <laughs> so condense it, brother. You got to condense it. Um, I think the quick answer is um, I believe God chose me. You know, I believe he chooses us, I guess, to summarize it. You know, I don't think... As as much as we think I'm people make the choice, I think He chooses us from the beginning. Like when He says He formed us in our mother's womb, He already was forming us and dis- making a decision um, with mm. selecting us. There's this kind of metaphor that I I really love to share um, about my faith and how I became a Christian. It's uh, uh many are called, but only few are chosen, and you know when I think of that. You know, it's like a a sign that says... Many are called, right? Um, And there's a door that's wide open under that sign. And it's like, we get this decision to walk in. And, Mm -mm -mm. you know, we're called to go in, but we kind of have this decision to go in or or not. And so it's like some walk by and some are attracted to it. And get pulled in said, you know, I want to see what this is all about. And uh, um, but, you know, when you actually walk through that door and you turn around, uh, there's a sign on the back that says you were chosen. So it's like, (laughs) you know, yeah, it's like, wait a minute. Okay. I was I was called, but it really didn't have a choice because I already knew I was coming in. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. um, it's kind of like my belief in Christianity. But when I became a Christian, uh, I, I guess I guess what I'm trying to say is I think I always was. Mm-mm. You know, the shepherd calls a sheep; the sheep will know his voice, right? So mm. you know, um, I've always known that to be part of my life probably not the same story for everybody but that's sure. my story is um i think my earliest experience was my first house fire you know uh, when i was three years old i burnt our house down <laughs> um, <laughs> that's a story we gotta man that's, we gotta come back to yeah so <laughs> you know 3 year, 3 years old you know i um I, I did i set our house on fire and um there was a crazy experience i'm going to back up a little bit from that um might have been a month or i don't really know the time i was so young but i know before that my my mother um used to sing songs to me with her guitar to put me to sleep and i remember mm. one night she was uh singing you know she always sang uh like jesus lullabies right to yeah. put me to sleep yeah. and i remember asking who is this jesus you know <laughs> And she would explain to me and about him. You know, if you ever wanted him to be in my life, just ask him. And I remember I rolled over to my pillow and didn't tell nobody. But I was like, Jesus, I want you in my life. You know, <laughs> like you know, like I asked him at three years old to to be a part of my life. And uh, yeah, and then months or time a little bit later is when the house fire happened. And um, yeah, uh, there's a space heater. We're in Illinois, it's cold, you know. Sure, <laughs> old school yeah. space heater. I had put a book in there or something and it caught fire and hit the curtain and oh, man. make a long story short, me and my baby brother Matt was nine months old. We're both in this room stuck, door was locked, and there was a fire happening and I ended up passing out because of the smoke. It was very strong. Chemical chemicals were in there and I I just I basically my heart stopped from Um, Not being able to breathe, you know, um, had a respiratory attack and boom, I was a flatliner. And Mm. at that moment, um, I experienced Jesus. I got to see Jesus when I was three years old and a little bit different experience than a lot of people. And I don't really share this too much, but I think Mm. it's important to share that it started um with me seeing him and you know i've had people ask what did he look like but i don't know man it was like a light It was like i could see the the form of a human being but it was a light and he was holding hands with a lot of people i just remember feeling comforted Mm -hmm. and loved and but it was a crazy experience and then uh i guess i came back to life in the ambulance my heart boom came back i remember floating over the ambulance and going in i know this is crazy sound stuff but this is a three-year-old experience and i cannot forget it and Mm. uh um, ever since then, I've known Jesus and that experience, but I didn't mm. really know the depths of him and, and who he was and what he did for us probably, uh, later in life, like mid twenties. Sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, I've always had Jesus with me through high school, um, in college when i'm drinking a beer <laughs> he was with me you know it's like yeah, yeah. um you know he was with me through my 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 uh my high school days and college days and and you know wasn't i was still in the world you know living my life but didn't really understand what he did for me but when i turned 27 um i think it was the game changer mm. um you know i'm raising four kids uh, married to my wife tiffany and uh I remember we used to go to church. Um every Sunday is uh Tiffany's church and mm-hmm. um Tiffany's uh grandpa was the pastor of this church and mm-hmm. I remember I never liked faking the funk you know, and and not being real um yeah, about what I believed and things like that. So going into church I really felt like I was, you know. Like wait a minute yeah, yeah. I, was, I got me and Tiffany like didn't have a good morning and I don't want to go in there with this kind of feeling I feel you, you know like I, I don't want to even try to pretend to stand and sing songs so I was having a hard time going into the church and then her grandpa bless his heart I think he was in his 70s uh came out to the car cuz I just wouldn't go in I was just I was be outside listening to music and yeah, not yeah, pretend yeah. to be the church guy today you know sure. so he came out and uh, I was like oh no he's gonna You know, (laughs) try to talk me into going into church, and I ain't doing it. Um, He knocked on the window, and um, I was like, out of respect, I'm going to roll it down. But I still had his little attitude on my face, you know, rolling it down. And the grandpa was like, the devil's a liar, Richie. And I remember at that moment, like, everything in my life where I felt like there was a lie, like like a light shined on it, right? And I was like, oh, my gosh, you're right. I've been lied to about a lot of things in my life, you know, mm-hmm. if I've noticed the enemy's presence in my life in a lot of different areas. And I was like, so what's the truth? <laughs> you know, like, oh, what's the truth? And then it all, con- it, was like, it was weird. It was like this- all connected within this little moment. And I was like real dramatic. I went out, went out, walked out the car. I was like, this is it. I'm giving my life to Jesus today. And mm-hmm. so I ran into the church and they're in the middle of something, but I didn't really care. I was sharing Walk straight up to the altar, like, I'm giving my life today, so I don't know what to do, but today's the day. That's and insane. The, yeah. The pastor's yeah. like, all right, we're stopping church. We're going to take care of this dude, Richie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but to summarize it, I think <laughs> from then, I think my Christianity, Christianity started to, okay, I want to learn more about him and biblically, I want to learn mm-hmm. more about him in my life. How do I apply it? Um, but yeah, in a summary, I've always been. I guess in love with Jesus, but I think yeah. my Christianity started when I was like 27. Man, how perfect the timing and that line was for oh, you. Oh man, and that's how I think God works in mysterious ways. You hear that a lot. It's uh um it's like yeah, there's a perfect timing for everything where God will uh, bring somebody in your life i mean the whole billy graham story like mm-hmm. knowing that he was just trying to sneak in to see a uh, you know a pastor preach but he couldn't get in because mm-hmm. he's too young and then the, there's a guy outside who clean shoes who snuck him in you know like that guy and that timing such yeah yeah you know it's just it's just crazy how uh, God works and certain things you say or do how God moves like we always think it's gonna be in this crazy way that God will do things but sometimes it's these little simple things
1: yeah that's awesome it's such a divine appointment and just everything weaving in together to fit this one particular moment. So it's just crazy to think about, right? <laughs> and so, so guys, uh, just being obedient in, in you know uh, what the Holy Spirit is telling you to do at that particular moment. Uh, just as um, Tiffany's grandpa uh, came mm-hmm. out, you know, he's telling him to go speak to Richie, and just that obedience brought out such a blessing yeah. in your life. And
0: he was such a pure-hearted individual that you know coming from him as well so i think his obedience just in his life mm-hmm. that it all came to me in one w- little sentence i felt it you know what i'm saying yeah. so
1: i mean that's such a sick sentence to come in and be like yeah this is the type of man and this is well, this is the type of statement i need to make to this type of man yep <laughs> <laughs> and it worked and it goes back I to did. the the um previous podcast where you talk about grace Mm -hmm. and and pruning so go check out the uh, uh, podcast guys (laughs) uh, episode two but um awesome awesome stories richie um we're gonna head out to uh, to the second stream which is business all right so we're gonna
0: shift gears Um, business business. owners (laughs) yeah
1: how did atn handle the epidemic in 2020 and covid
0: wow um how do we handle it um I mean, it, I think just like everyone else, it was um, kind of like you're about to get hit by a bomb. Well, how do you respond, right? It's right. like, okay, uh, shut down everything. Everyone's kind of panicking. I remember that uh, everyone's probably got their own story in March 2020 wow. when uh, you know the whole world shuts down. I remember uh, giving my kids a text because... I think I was just doing some research and I text my kids. I'm like, hey, you guys better go get some toilet paper and stash some. <laughs> the world about to shut down, you know, and they're probably like, whatever. But they went like yeah. out of obedience and then, then the NBA shut down and then, and then it was just like, boom. Yeah. Everything just kind of crashed. Um, but how did we handle it? Well, a couple of things. I would hate to take any of the, glory or credit but uh god (laughs) had us blessed with some jobs that were locked in that we didn't need to shut down because the homeowners weren't living there so Mm. we're able to continue pace and there were long jobs you know had longevity to them so that was a blessing in disguise but um i have a scripture i love to share there's always a scripture background um for my business owners uh second timothy uh uh Two said, "There's this uh, partner that says no soldier gets entangled entangled in civilian civ- civilian mm-hmm. pursuits since his aim is to please the one who enlisted him. An athlete is not crowned unless he competes according to the rules." Um So, what I like about that scripture is yeah. that you know, stay focused and follow the rules. Mm-hmm. Like so, as COVID was happening mandates are coming out coming out and um right. last thing we want to do is cheat that to su- to survive right, right. and we right. want to think like that um because it's coming from the government this and how can we trust and and i get it you know i get there's probably a lot of things in there we probably could have did differently but i believe in trusting the authority because god has rulership over the authority mm. only thing i will not do is is I won't sin if they ask me to. But if they're not asking me to sin, I'm going to obey as much as um, possible to follow the rules. Yeah. And it follows up on that scripture. Think over what I say for the Lord will give you understanding in everything. So he'll give yeah. you the insight as you go. So um, how we handled it basically is follow the rules, stay ahead of the game of following the rules. So I remember having subcontractors call me and like, oh, we're we're shutting down. I'm like, no, you don't need to. The, the law says this. We have a job right there, not right now, that you can come to. And I remember right. them texting me like two days later, Richie. Thank you so much for educating us on this law. We mm. tell all our employees because all the employees are like,
1: "What's you know, gonna happen?" Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, yeah. they're
0: like, "I'm not going to work." Right. Well, You know, it's zombie world out there. Well right. <laughs> you no know I was. Mean? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we had to educate, and we had to put mandates in place, and we had to just follow the rules. And uh, I think that was the most important uh, thing for us was just. Trying to follow suit with everything that's going on in the world with politics and, uh, you know, just in the mainland with, uh, the race, um, issues that were happening. Right. right. With COVID. I mean, everything that was happening, I think no soldier gets entangled with these things. So what that means is, uh, just following suit, following rules, knowing that we have a purpose and we're just going to keep, keep forward. So I think for us, um, the biggest thing was just, uh, just being resourceful and following the rules man at the time and i think god honored that and kept us busy and blessed us and um we weren't um thank god we didn't have to shut down you know i know there's a lot of other businesses out there that had a pivot dramatically um had a shutdown for a long time right you know but just constantly looking at the resources god provides you know there were like uh numerical things that god put in place for us that I think because we're honoring the rules, he, mm-hmm. he sh- came through with things that helped us get through. So mm-hmm. bring brought certain jobs, brought certain people, brought certain uh, uh, resources that helped us through it. Right. Right. And that's
1: awesome because uh, during the 2020, man, a lot of local businesses shut down and it's, it's uh super sad to, to think that, you know, some of these places that we've been going to like food spots, you know, the restaurant business got hit uh, super bad. Um, um, but uh yeah man it it was a tough thing for a lot of people that's people's livelihood too it is and
0: then the the best encouragement i can give uh is that you know everything has a season and Mm -hmm. you know and everything happens for a reason so you know it's hard to look at things and say shoulda coulda woulda you know but you know but if something shuts down and for us, I guess it's a little easier. We just have to trust, right? Mm-hmm. Trust God and we're being in the stream. Um, so it's another reason why I think God's very important in business. Cause, mm-hmm. you know, uh, when, if you don't have God in business, to me, that's scary. I don't know, like in a situation like that, what I would do. And I, I don't even know how to encourage somebody without God because when you get into a lifeline position, you have to, hang on to your commander, right? right, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And when the boat's going through a storm, you got to, you know, got to call on the captain. So yeah. when you don't have God in business, I, I couldn't even imagine like what people were going through. Mm-hmm. The first thing you mentioned, Richie,
1: about uh, that question was integrity. And guys, I'm telling you, episode two, we talked about integrity as well. Um, integrity is one of the biggest thing that ATN's fo- ATN focuses on. And I think that's one of the one of the reasons of, of of its huge success you know um mm-hmm. locally and nationally um but the second thing too was um uh the second thing i want to mention about that Richard, was um that these bible verses that you're you're um you're shouting out guys it's not for just christians only for business owners. these are good these are great uh, uh guides to mm-hmm. being successful in anything in life and business and so, you know, you don't have to be a Christian to or, or a follower to to read the word. I mean, mm-hmm. there's great stuff in there, great
0: stories, yeah. great values. It, it's a good that's a very good point, knowing that you don't have to be a Christian just to follow authorities. But knowing when I know that God is ordained all these authorities, good or bad, for whatever reason, kind of like going back to Moses. And he, <laughs> he actually, Pharaoh, even though he was, you know, had his hardened heart, he was there for the reason he had to be there for the reason right Right. so even good or bad god places these people just wait till the storm's over and Mm -hmm. we're all kind of seeing the clouds clear now yeah you know so it's just one of those storms that hit and uh you know just knowing where and when to get on the boat right right.
1: (laughs) i hope this uh, season has um uh, built up your resiliency and um as i was telling richie your tenacity um and just made you a stronger person and like richie said you know you just have to hope uh, um for for better things and, and um you know you, we never know what's gonna happen next it could mm-hmm. catapult you it could lead you to another uh, better and uh, bigger thing yeah you know and so uh, that great encouragement richie thank you for that and um we're gonna head to the third stream which yeah. is construction here we go construction <laughs> how is atn handling the price increase on wood and materials, oh man! Oh, man. Anything price increase? Because Rich, you know me. I, I look at a uh, camera equipment all the time, and I'm like, man. Sometimes they raise prices for no reason. I'm like, oh man, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> do, I don't. How do you handle that?
0: I don't know the whole story behind the raising of the wood prices. When I say I don't know the whole story, I, I hear a lot of reasons why it's happening, but I don't know which one is true. Um, so, whatever the case may be, uh, materials are getting super expensive. Here, um, in Hawaii and across the nation, obviously, I'm seeing memes everywhere. Can you tell me, like, uh, what price range or how much it's yeah, going up? I mean, just to give a perspective, right now, I think we're about fifty percent raised. Yeah, it's crazy. You know, plywood that was thirty five bucks is seventy dollars now. Two Yo, by fours that were seriously. five bucks are ten bucks now. You know, it's it's fifty percent. It's supposed to raise another thirty percent. So. Um, you know, how we're handling it. Well, I think the best way to answer this is every person in construction, uh, business owners this is for business owners, but anybody even getting into uh, renovating, so homeowners too, you know, always do your research. So, I remember. Um, since we started ATN, I'd always walk through Home Depot and look at prices. Mm, just mm. constantly, constantly just watching the prices. And so being in tune with what's happening, uh, as a business owner, mm-hmm. always pay attention to, you know, how long things take to get to the island, especially living yeah. here in Hawaii. You yeah. know, you, you got to pay attention. <laughs> if things take six to eight weeks, you need to know what those things are and which vendors take take how long they take and then uh, looking at material prices always study you know what flooring cost is always stu- mm-hmm. study what tiles are and knowing all these prices i think is always just essential for any business period but right, then right why i share that is when a time comes when prices do raise you know you'll be ahead of the game you'll you know you'll you already have the insight say wait a minute there's an increase here you're watching the market you know you're understanding something's happening here mm-hmm. so paying attention to the world paying attention to the, your market, I think it's very important to um, to know um, how to ha- not really how to handle these things, but being aware of this so you know when you got to do something about it. Yeah, um, yeah. So number one is just be aware. number two, um, how we're handling it is um, making sure that um, you know we understand the math and communicate mm. it as po- as best as possible. So educating homeowners, is Like, I guess my biggest advice is understand what's happening, um, learn about it, and then educate homeowners. Yeah, yeah. communicate it. Um, what we're doing is we're honoring all our contracts in place right now. Um, uh-huh. We're not going to go tell the homeowners because the wood went up, you got to pay more. That's not fair, it's not part of contract. We're going to honor our current contracts, it is what it is, and we will take a punch. Yeah. You know, in certain areas, but I believe being on the boat, God will bless and honor our decision to do that. Mm-hmm. Um and we're not going to communicate that to the homeowner like, "Oh, you know, we're we're taking a hit right now, but we're going to do it for you," you know. Let me
1: pause there real quick, Richie, Richie, cuz that's I I think that's such a huge uh what do you call it? It's such a great value to 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 not implement, but to do. I mean, to to have because like you said, uh it's not it's it's going to lead you down a, a terrible path if you go the other route. Like what you said, like, um, uh, uh, like, hey, we got to tell the homeowners, hey, guys, prices are going up. We got to charge you more or something. Yeah. But
0: what, I mean, what goes through your mind when you make that decision? Um, I think it's, for me, it's experience of knowing God always comes through. So I'm not worried. But it took mm. me years to get to that. <laughs> Um, yeah. I can't say that to your young business owner. Just have faith, you know. You know it. it really so practical. Yeah, it really yeah, took I mean. years of stress until the last minute, and he comes through. Stress until the last minute. He come, and finally, there's a pattern. Like, wait a minute, he always comes through. You know, so it's finally like, okay, it's just I gotta do my part. Like the horse has prepared the horse for battle, but victory is of the Lord's. Mm-hmm. It's it's the same attitude that yeah, it sounds like a punch right now, but the blood there's another the stream is still going right so yeah you know we're moving the stream's going god's got more fruit down there <laughs> to take care of us so it's uh i think it's very important to honor contracts um but communicate your new contracts coming forward so mm-hmm. very important communication right Super now that's what we're yeah. in the process of doing is just saying you know and it's not like what i always hate about this kind of situation is i don't want to make it sound like a sales pitch right like
1: right, you right. got to
0: sign within 15 days so we can purchase material and it just sounds a little it's, it's sales a pitch yeah, yeah so that's you a know, tough spot but be yeah. honest about that you know and that's what i'm doing right now is uh and our team is just sharing with homeowners look we, we we're not trying to you know push you or make a decision but we this, only this. can have 15 days at a time to honor uh, a proposal we send out because yeah. the market is so out of whack right now. Yeah. Luckily for all of us, it's all over the news. So it's not like an unknown thing, right? It's right. luckily, but it's everyone's, it's everyone's aware yeah. right now. So that's, that's an advantage um, we have as contractors, but um, communication is very important. Um, mm-hmm. You know, ba- basically uh, uh, educating the homeowner that the proposal only has a 15 day turnaround is mm-hmm. what we're doing. Uh, number two is. We're putting in an escalation clause into our contracts. Mm. Basically, what that does is identifies the price of the market today. And if it raises, there will be an S, you know, then we are able to charge the homeowner for the raise of the wood because we've communicated from the beginning and it's inside of our contract. Yeah. So that's very important to do is now prepare your contracts for the the influx of the material cost. Mm -hmm. Um, How do you do that? Um, Email us. We'll give you a... We'll email you an escalation clause contract sample. <laughs> we have one. So that'd be a first step. Um, but we reach out to like uh, companies like Hansador, and mm-hmm. we get them to send us an estimate or an invoice for all the current wood products that we buy, from two-by-fours all the way to four-by-fours to plywood. And we attach that as a PDF to our proposal so homeowners can see the date stamp and the material cost to date. So if it happens to go up, um, then they understand where the cost was. Right, so they're right. able to see it clearly. It's yeah. not like uh, we didn't know what it was exactly. on April 20th. You know, yeah. We have it printed out. We have it put a part of our proposal. Um, and last but not least, uh, we have also in our es- escalation clause is uh, if the full project goes over 5%, mm-hmm. um they they have the right to terminate, and we get paid up to date because we don't want a homeowner being be in a place of contract to say, "Man, the wood is just going so crazy now; right. I can't afford this anymore." Yeah, so they have yeah. the right, uh, you know, to cancel contract or terminate contract. So, Such a cool place, t- yeah. yeah cool. It, so it's it has to be cool. beneficial for both parties, yeah. you know. Um, uh, but education is very important, and I think last but not least is understand your numbers, like what is it really doing to your cost, mm-hmm. you know, when you're doing your bids. So all contractors out there make sure they spend an extra amount of time sharpening their pencil of what it's happening um with your cost because you don't want to what i what i'm scared of is contractors not understanding the, the what's happening with the cost and they're overcharging homeowners yeah now. yeah you know yeah. so it's you know doing the math for us um a full project typically is raising about three to five percent which can be a lot for a bigger project, yeah, you know. But exactly. it's yeah. not raising twenty percent, even though the materials raising that much, mm-hmm. or wood in particular. You know, um, the full project's not raising that much, but mm. it is raising probably about five percent. So homeowners, what I would say is, prepare your projects to be probably five to seven percent more expensive mm. um, than what you're typically used to. Mm -hmm. For this Uh, particular season. For this particular season. And it Mm. could get another 5% in another, you know, watching what happens with the woods. So um, some people that got some renovations in dodged some bullets when it comes Mm. to building brand new homes. But, yeah, yeah, please call us if you want to get some price checks on some things or call, you know, Hansador, your local uh wood you know manufacturing stores uh, Mm. or suppliers and um they can help you understand the cost too but uh yeah it's it's a serious situation um but you know um make sure your contractors so homeowners make sure your contractors can provide you a like a a material cost check before you start construction so they don't try to scam you later for some more money
1: (laughs) right right So, guys, communication uh, to the homeowners is very important. And I think uh, one of the things that that, uh, homeowners and and just uh, customers in general want is uh, transparency. Uh, So just to be truthful to to your uh, customers. But, um, guys, that's going to wrap it up for this podcast. Uh, It's Wednesday morning. We're here at the shop. We got a coffee and uh, ready to start the day. Um, Guys, please share this with your husbands, your wives, your wives, your wife. (laughs) Your kids, your dogs, your pets. Uh, We'd love for you to share it to your friends.
0: I I would love to give a shout out to my boy, Bobby Real Montgomery. Um, Bobby Real is... He's a Christian hip hop artist. He's the one that provided us and blessed us with the the song and the intro and the outro that you hear for every podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the song. <laughs> it's gonna yeah. be featured in a film coming up, releasing soon. Um, yeah. So Bobby, I know him from military days. Yeah, yeah. I served with him for four years on a ship, and a <laughs> really good friend of mine's always been a strong backbone in the faith. Just that was one of my darkest periods. You know, military mm. is crazy, and uh, just having someone like that in my life was. Uh, huge so big shout outs to bobby real montgomery should check him out on uh all his music streams uh from spotify to itunes um he has some really cool music so shout
1: out to bobby real bobby real all right guys so that's it for this wednesday's podcast on builder of all things uh have a good one guys
0: yeah all right right